First of all, uh, you know, this coming Thursday is uh, the ladies' Bible study is starting back up for the whole new year here. So all of you ladies that are connected with that, all of you would like to, it's Thursday morning, and uh, they start at 9 o'clock, and so you want to come and be blessed and be a part of that. It's going to be, it's an, always a wonderful time. Miss Linda does a great job with that. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Good things. Amen. And you know, we've had a busy, busy month this month. There's a lot of things going on. And of course, January is very, very busy for us and, and with Miss Leticia and a lot of things. And so we had just had the marriage uh, seminar, which was wonderful. So yes, it was. It was a wonderful thing. Wonderful. So, so ladies, the first ladies uh, breakfast is going to be in February, not this month. It's going to be in February uh, because it should be coming this coming Saturday. So it'll be back to back to back. And so it's not going to be here. It's going to be in February. Amen. So we're rejoicing over that. Hallelujah. Good things. Amen. Because it just, it helps get things accomplished. And there's a lot of, uh, of other things that are happening and taking place, so let me just keep going there. Uh, one of the things is, is that School of the Bible will not start this coming Sunday. It's actually going to be pushed out till February 1st, so we can actually get everything, kind of make it tie into it, so we're not just starting here, and then uh, it's where we're going to get hit it on the right dates. How's that? And uh, that's going to be good. So you, all of you that have signed up, or all of you that want to sign up, we've got plenty of extra. I know that there's 60 of you that signed up, bought books, uh, but we bought 80 books. So in case you others that want to come, uh, you know, we had 80 some that was in the last time. So anyway, this is where you get to start. Uh, basically, now it becomes uh, the wonderful thing, School of the Bible. So uh, you're actually Genesis, but you're actually going to start studying the Word of God. It's going to be fun. Amen. Hallelujah. And then also, now next Monday night uh, is starting uh, Financial Peace University. And if you don't know what that is, it's an amazing program that will help you to understand and help you to get your finances in order. You know, we found out yesterday, they spent a whole afternoon uh, on a lot of things about that finances is the number one problem in most people's lives and in marriages and how to handle some things. And so we're going to facilitate that. Yeah, some people said, well, I thought it was going to be like half of $79. But you need to understand that $79 is just for the kit. So it's each individual person. But if you're a couple, you only have to buy one kit. Unless you don't share, then you need marriage counseling. And we'll help you. Okay? So you're supposed to share, okay? So that's why it's $79 per household, okay? And But you get a lot with that. There's a lot of things online you can do. There's a lot of things you get. It is a... Uh, is it yeah, 13 weeks? Is it still 13 weeks? No, it's only nine now? Well, everybody got smarter. When we first took it, like, way back when, it was 13, wasn't it? Yeah, we need a lot more help back then. Now you guys know how to handle So it's only nine weeks now. <laughs> Thank you. So it's only nine weeks now. And it's going to be on Monday nights. And so if you'd like to do, there's a sign-up yet that we, you know, we've got everything for you. And it would be a tremendous blessing for you to go through. One of the things that we found out when we did it last time, there was such a camaraderie with the folks that actually went through it that they really, you know, built a friendship and there was just a really cool thing that took place. And so, uh, you know, we would love for you to do that. If you feel like that's something you want to do, then make sure you sign up and everything. We're going to talk about it this Sunday, but we'll talk about it next Sunday too. Amen. Amen. Good things are in store. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, uh, amen. It is. Now I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I think I got everything. All of my help is gone. And so uh, <laughs> I think we got everything uh, that what? I think we got everything that we needed as far as announcements are concerned. Amen. 
Hey, I think it's good stuff. Amen. Well, before uh, Dr. Geek comes to minister the word of God, we're going to go ahead and show video, but, you know, of course, his ministry and stuff. What's going And God's doing, been doing great things. And we're just a blessing to, to have them here. Thanking God for good things. They're always really dear friends. And, but also, praise God for the word of God and the spirit of God that's going to flow forth. Amen. So I'm going to just uh, have them do the video. And then I'm just going to turn on him and let him just jump up and do what he does. Amen. Hallelujah. But first, before we do the video, let's give them a good round of applause. Give their blessings in the body of Christ. Thank you. Amen. Okay, let's go ahead. Let's run that video. Thank you. Reconciliation Ministries International presents... Teaching them how to display the championship quality of Jesus in every area of their lives. As long as you stay aligned with the Word of God, something is moving in the spiritual dimension of the universe. And before too long, there's going to be interference between the spiritual world and the natural world. Natural laws are going to be broken. You are going to be healed. You are going to be delivered. God's going to provide for you. Something's going to happen. You're going to break beyond limitations. Dr. Guy and Ilka travel the world reaching this generation with the love of Jesus Christ, sharing the message of God's power, signs and wonders through church services, miracle crusades, leadership conferences, mission trips, training seminars, Bible schools, TV and media, women's conferences, social outreaches, and literature in different languages. His grace covers your weakness. His grace covers all what makes you nothing. His grace covers your shame. His grace covers your pain. His grace covers your hurt. His grace covers your betrayal. His grace covers your downfall. Why you can say, I am born to win. I am born to win. I'm not gonna call myself a dead dog anymore. I'm not gonna sit at home in self-pity comparing myself with others. But I know that I have a covenant with a king of kings. God is confirming his word. The sick are healed. The deaf are hearing. Even the dead have been raised from the dead.
With their social and humanitarian outreach, Dr. Guy and Ilka Pei help the poor by building water wells and providing food. They also help indigenous pastors around the world. They believe that as missionaries to the nations, we need to have more than just the language of words. We also need the language of actions. Through their marketplace ministry, they empower business people to be successful by applying kingdom and biblical principles in their business. Through their prayer ministry, they organize and mobilize prayer around the world through the Prayer Shield Network. You can submit your prayer request and you can join the world prayer team at www.gepay.com. To God be the glory. Praise the Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Thank you for your enthusiasm. Let me say one more time for the hearing impaired. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is King. Amen. How's everybody doing today? Did you all miss us since last time? Well, we're back. Thank you for your support. So how many of you enjoy the marriage seminar? Well, if you, if you, if you, if you, if you missed it, uh, you didn't really miss anything. You only missed like half of your life. It was wonderful. We enjoyed doing it. How many of you appreciate Pastor Mark and Pamela, Pastor Pamela? They're wonderful friends and great men and women of God. So we're excited to be here today. I also want to let you know we have a resource table in the front there. And let me talk about some of the things that are out there. This is a great book. Somebody say, do it again. A Cry for Revival, my latest book, over 200 years of history of revival, 40 plus revival documented in this book. It's a powerful book. I wrote it during COVID. We jokingly call it a Corona baby. But it's powerful. If you're hungry for revival, this is going to be a great book that is going to be uh, it's going to be a training book and equipping book for you that's going to help you. Um, somebody say it's not all about love. So we learned about that yesterday. We thought on this book, you know, and if you, I'm telling you, we have people that have been married for 70 years attending our seminars and they say that this has been one of the best teachings they ever heard on marriage. So I will encourage you if you, if you missed a seminar, if you just want, even if you're single, you know, you know, one of the things that we talked about yesterday was that eggs are more important than omelets. Thank you for your support. Eggs are more important than omelets. It's because what? Why? It doesn't matter how good one egg is. If the other eggs you're going to add to make the omelet is bad, the omelet is not going to be good. Hello? So as a single person, you know, the word single is, I think there's a myth on being single. The word single does not mean to just to be alone. It means to be whole, unique, separated, and dedicated. Amen. So there should never be a time in your life where you stop being single. Thank you for your collaboration. So even, and, and so a lot of problems arise in marriage because people are not whole. So they use a relationship as a coping mechanism to medicate their dysfunctions. Hello? Don't raise your hand. It's not an auto call. But this is a powerful book that will help you in many areas. Amen? Amen. Wonderful. And this is the beginning of the year. Somebody say prayer. prayer. It's a 
good time to start to set a tone in your spiritual life to learn how to pray. I know we have faith on the men of God's prayer. That's wonderful. But you can have faith in your own prayers. Thank you for your support. This book will take you step by step to train and teach you how to develop your prayer life, but also how to lead prayer and so on and so on. And then we have, uh, we, we don't have any CD this time, but we have something new in our ministry. It's, it's called uh, MP3, MP4. MP4 is the video and MP3, you know, these are messages, audio messages. So basically it's a USB stick. I mean, if you know what a USB stick is, raise your hand. And if you don't know what a USB stick is. I don't know if you're not going to raise your hand no matter what I ask. <laughs> a USB stick, basically, a lot of cars even don't even have a place where you can play a CD anymore. But you can take this USB stick and put it in your car or on the side of your computer, and you get 10, 12 messages instead of just having one CD. So this is powerful. This one is called Marriage is Not All About Love. It's a marriage seminar. You can also get it if you didn't attend the meetings. And then finally, uh, this is a great tool called the Avenger Cube. Somebody said the Avenger Cube. Now, as, as I enjoy having nice things, but uh, you know, you're not taking anything with you to heaven. News, okay, some of you act surprised. Well, <laughs> the only thing you're taking to heaven are the souls that you win. Thank you for your support. So this is a tool that will help you share the gospel under five minutes. So you can say, can I talk to you for a minute? You know, you're separated from light. You're in darkness. Jesus down the cross for you. He was buried for three days. He rose on the third day. He created a pathway for you to get to heaven. He rescued you from hell. And today you can make a decision to either stay in the dark or come to the light. It is so easy that we get a theologian to get you confused on how to use it. I'm not making fun of theologians because I am one. But what I'm trying to say to you is, you know, it's, it's, so all of that is available out there. Now, listen, anything you buy on our table today, we, are, we have, you watch our video, we are involved. We have all kinds of humanitarian projects always going on in our ministry, building uh, a school right now in Senegal, uh, uh, building water wells, feeding the poor, supporting indigenous pastors. But the last uh, year or so, we've been heavily focused on Ukraine, and we have partnered in Ukraine with a team of tremendous people who are in the front line. They refuse to live. Their ministry is actively working to help. Uh, the refugees, but also ministering to soldiers, wounded soldiers, soldiers in in war. Listen, whether you're for, for the war or against the war, that's not the point. The gospel still has to be preached. And so we're bringing in uh, uh, Bibles, electronic Bibles to soldiers, and they're out there witnessing. And so we've been supporting this. So their, but their mini bus was bombed. And this ministry partnered with them, with our partners, we were able to buy them uh, a new minibus. And now we have a vision to buy about a, a 15 generator. They ask us for 100 generators, but we, we only committed to 15. They run about 5,000 apiece. You can think about it. But I want you to look at this video. This is them thanking us for the bus that our partners were, were you know. <laughs> And it's minus 20 sometimes. It's really cold. 
Some of you may not know this, but Pastor Mark, uh, this church, they support our ministry uh, every month. Amen. So you have a part to play in this as well. Thank you for your collaboration. All right. Let's go to the word of God today. Are you ready? Are you ready to have church? Now, you know, I'm not an orthodox preacher. So I'm going to start slow. Temperature is going to rise. And there might be an explosion. In this ministry, we strongly believe in the operation of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We believe in the supernatural. All right? We also understand that when gifts of the Spirit are in operation, that there must be a, a, a prophetic uh, dialogue to refine understanding. And the Bible said that one person prophesied, let the other judge. So, And when you get a prophetic word from a man of God, that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to uh, reorganize your life based on a prophetic word, but you, you have to listen to it, write it down. You know, Paul said we know in part and we prophesy in part. Um, but in the same breath, the Bible says not to despise prophecy, not despise the gifts of the Spirit. And the other thing is, the, you know, gifts of the Spirit are stirred by an act of the will. The Bible says to desire, desire the Spirit desire the spirit desire the uh, prophecy to desire the gift so you have to desire so you got when you come into these meetings don't sit there you know like a spectator or something you know come with expectation all right we're still going to have one meeting tonight and it's not going to be completely different from this morning because these meetings are always different but one thing is for sure they build upon each other so when we have multiple meetings, sometimes people say, I'm not, I'm not going to come in the evening. Actually, sometimes you're going to miss, you know. It. So I would encourage you to, you know, get on the phone today. Bring somebody who needs a miracle. Amen. It's Sunday morning. We're going we're gonna to start this thing, and then we're going to see where it's going to go. But then, and then tonight, we're going to really drive this, you know. So be open. Amen. Amen. Then Pastor Mark. Pastor Pamela, they have not put any restrictions on me or anything. It's not my first rodeo here in this church. I've been around the block. I've been here many times. So some of you know us, but some of you don't. So don't get scared. You know, the, the voice may even go up. I may even look at you with a mean face. <laughs> I am not mean. I'm just serious, you know. So those of you watching online, you know, also be open. To what the Spirit of God, people get re- healed on our online meetings every week, you know. So, on social media and stuff. So, okay, that's enough preliminaries. Let's go to the Word of God, Genesis 24. 
63. There's going to be many Bible verses in this, but we're just going to read just, just a couple of them. And uh, Genesis 24, 63. And Isaac went out to meditate in the field in the evening. And he lifted his eyes and looked. And there, somebody said, the camels were coming. Say it again. The camels were coming. 64 said, then Rebecca lifted her eyes. And when she saw Isaac, she dismounted from her camels. Somebody say, she dismounted. In other words, the camel was unpacked, right? And so, for she said to her servant, who is this man walking in the field to meet us? The servant said, it's my master. So she took the veil and covered herself. Amen. And if you read a little bit, um, um, and verse 13, behold, here I stand by the well. This is a servant praying. Uh, here I stand by the well of water. And the daughters of the men of the city coming out to draw water. Now let it be that the young woman to whom I say, please let down your pitcher that I may drink. And she says, drink, and I will also give your camels a drink. Let her be the one you've appointed for your servant, Isaac. And by this, I will know that you have shown kindness to my master. Amen. And then Isaiah, we're almost there. Isaiah uh, 60. 61, verse 6, I believe. 61, um, verse 6. Mm. No, no, I'm sorry. Isaiah 60. 60, verse 6, not 61. 60, rather. Verse 6. If you dare say amen. It says, the multitudes of camels... Shall cover your land. The multitudes of camels. Somebody say the multitude. Multitude of camels. Somebody say multitude of camels. What would they do? They shall cover your land. And then it becomes more specific. The dromedaries. Dromedaries of median. You know, uh, camels have two humps. The dromedaries have one hump. All right. The dromedaries, it's also a form of camel. The dromedaries of median of Ephah and all those from Sheba shall come, they shall bring gold, someone say gold, and incense, amen, and they shall proclaim the praises of the Lord, okay, final scripture reading, is it, you like, you guys love to read the Bible, somebody say, make it legal, thank you for your support, you got to make it legal, right, so that what you, you're not teaching your own opinion, but you're teaching the word of God. This is, but this is going to be our final reading, but there will be other scriptures as well. Genesis 22, verse 17. Let's just read verse 17. In blessing, blessing, I will bless you. Somebody said it in blessing. Blessing, I will bless you. Blessing, I will bless you and multiply. I will multiply your descendants, your descendants as the stars of heaven and the sand which is on the seashore. And your descendants shall possess the gate of their enemies. Just stand up one more time if you can this morning. And let's raise our hands towards heaven. Amen. And let's make this prophetic declaration together today. Say, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come before you. I boldly declare that I believe in the supernatural. 
I believe in miracles this morning, Lord. I ask you to give me eyes to see, ears to hear, a heart to receive, a will to obey, and faith to act. In the name of Jesus, I take my position in Christ. And I take authority over every spirit that does not confess the name of Jesus. I command them to leave this place. And I declare that this place is an open heaven. The spirit of God is free to move. The angels of God are ascending and descending. They are going to and fro to execute the commands of God's word. Preach, Holy Spirit. Teach, Holy Spirit. Prophesy, Holy Spirit. Heal the sick, God. Do what only you can do and take all the glory in the matchless name of Jesus. Can you burn with a shout and say amen? Can you look at the person next to you before you sit down and tell them, my camels are coming. Look at the other neighbor next to you and tell them, my camels, my camels are here. Amen. Glory be to God. Um, The story of choosing Isaac, Isaac's bride is one of the most beautiful stories that has ever been recorded. I think it's kind of fitting that we just had a marriage seminar yesterday. Thank you for your support. And, um, and in the story, in this amazing story, we have, we have the records. We have the records. We have uh, the representation. We have the narrative. We have the explanation. We have the illustration, and we have the application. We begin to understand that Abraham typifies, he's a type and shadow of Father God in him offering his son Isaac, being willing to offer his son Isaac. And Hebrews said that even that he considered him to be dead, believing that God could raise him from the dead. Amen. He's a type and shadow of God the Father. Yes. And Isaac is a type and shadow of Jesus Christ. Yes. In his miraculous conception. I mean, if you know, Sarah didn't conceive, come on, until she was 90. There's, there's a lot of hope for people in this room. Thank you for your support. And, and so, Isaac is a type and shadow of the Lord Jesus Christ, right? And Rebecca is a type and shadow of the church, the bride of Christ, right? And Eliezer, the servant who goes out, almost a 500 miles journey to look for the bride. Eliezer, his name in the Hebrew means that God has helped. And if you know, Jesus said, I will not leave you alone. I will send you the helper. He's a type and shadow of the Holy Spirit. So we have the fact, the figure, the records, the representation. We have the narrative. We have the illustration. We have the explanation. And the application. And Abraham is a, the father of our faith. And there are so many powerful spiritual principles that applies to our lives as we allow the destiny of God to develop 
and manifest in our own lives. So he gets the call of God when he is 75 years old. Most people at that age will say, you know, I had a good run. Let me go ahead and get a boat and start going out and fishing or something. You know, I got back pain and I can't walk. Well, let me. No, 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 no. Abraham didn't retire. He refired. Thank you for your support. Don't retire. Refire. You are never too old to have a new vision. You are never too old to have a new dream. Come on, somebody. He's obeying God at 75 and he's going on a mission trip. But it's not even like going on a mission trip. He's moving like a missionary, going somewhere in a foreign land to obey God. Now, in this process, you got to begin to realize that as he, in the process, you know, he needs, you know, he doesn't get a child till he's 100. Hello? And then God asked him to sacrifice that child. It was a test. And so he sacrificed, he's about to sacrifice his most precious asset that it took him 25 years to believe God for. Most people, most people will be like, get behind, get you behind me, Satan. I believe God for 25 years for this breakthrough and now you ask me to give it back. I don't think that that's God, it's the devil. Hello? But he obeys God by putting God first. And so the scripture we read today is in the context of this, that in Genesis 22, 17, that God is speaking to him through an angel. The angel would held his hand and the angel said to him, because you have done this thing, what thing? You didn't withheld your only son. In blessing, I will bless you. In multiply, I will multiply you. And then it evolves. He says, your descendants shall be like the stars in heaven. Like the, the sand on the seashore. Now, when you begin to do a little etymology study, I won't dwell too much in it. But let me just summarize it for you. When he said in blessing, I will bless you. That is the Hebrew word Balrak. Hello? Which means to bow down, to worship, and to celebrate. You know, it means to bow down and to worship. Balrak. He said, because you Balrak me. Hello? And they said, I will Barak you. Hello? In other words, but God is the greater. He doesn't bow down to us. But what that means literally, it means that he, because you put me first, I'm going to put you first. People say, why God didn't bless, didn't bless him first? No, 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 no. God is not, God is the greater. He doesn't bow down to us, okay? But it says, because you Barak me, I will Barak you. I'll, because you put me first, I will put you first. And then he said, that's not just that. He says, then in multiply, that's, that word multiply has several root words. You know, the first root word is, is uh, rabib, rabib, rab, rabbah. And then that rabbah has two, three other, two other uh, Hebrew words, rab, rabib, 
Rababa. Just not to bother you too much. Basically, what he means is that is that I will multiply you. I will rain down accumulation of blessings on you. I will. I will. I will. I will multiply you by ten thousand millions. Hello. I will multiply you. And then he started to explain it. Your descendants shall be like what? The stars in heaven. And they shall be like what? The, the sand on the seashore. He said, because you barack me, I will barack you. Somebody say, because you barack me, barack me, I will barack you. I won't just barack you. I will rebib you. I will rabbi you. I will rababa you. I will multiply you by 10,000 millions. Come on. It says your descendants shall be like the stars in the sky. They shall be like the sand on the seashore. And your enemy, come on, your seed will possess the gates of the enemy. What is a gate? A gate is a stronghold. Come on. In other words, you're going to have victory. Not only you're going to have victory, but your children are going to have victory over your enemies. I don't know who I'm preaching to, but Abraham's blessings are mine. And what he promised to Abraham, he promised to me. It's a reality in my life. And God is saying in this season, glory, better God, as you put him first, he's going to put you first. Oh, he's not just going to put you first, but he's going to rob you. He's not just going to rain down accumulation on you. You rabbi you, but he's gonna rabbi you. Come on, he's gonna bless you by multiplying you by ten thousand millions, and your descendant, come on, you will possess the gates of your enemies. Somebody shout glory three times. That is an awesome word. Hello. But here's the thing. This won't happen unless Isaac gets a wife. Where are the single ladies? And it won't happen unless Isaac get a kid. The problem is they're in Canaan. They got beautiful women over there, but they're practicing things that will pollute the seed. So Abraham so strongly believe in the word of the Lord that he's not going to compromise. Now, Isaac is now 40 and Abraham is 140. Have mercy. <laughs> it would have been easier to compromise. They say, you know what? Let's just, a woman is a woman. Come on. Now think about being in Isaac's shoes. You know, when you know, when you when you when you turn twenty five, you know, you just graduate from college or whatever, you know, you're single, yeah, it's, it's still okay, you know. But you you turn around thirty, the parents start to get nervous. Um <laughs> you don't even have a date? What in the world is going on? Now when you turn forty and you're still single, now then you're they're not just nervous, they start to put out prayer requests and they're asking <laughs> for spiritual warfare. Can you bind the devil? There must be something wrong with my daughter or my son. And on top of that, not only that, you know, the biological clock is ticking. You know? You know, sometimes a, a woman is believing God for, for her husband. At first, you know, it's, it's a vision of a prince on a white horse. 
Thank you for your support. After a while, all they see is the horse. Lord, what happened to the prince? And then, if it keeps going on, a donkey shows up. That's how many of us got these beautiful women. Look at your spouses and hee-haw. But they are so powerful. These women of God are so powerful. They can take a donkey and change him into a prince. Now, kidding aside, somebody say pressure. So you can feel the pressure. Abraham is 140. He's not getting any younger. Isaac is 40 years old. And now, unless something happens, he's the, this Barak and Rababa blessing is not going to happen. So now the scripture tells us that in Genesis 24, Isaac goes out in the field at the evening tide and he is meditating. What is he meditating on? They didn't have the word yet. Moses hadn't written the word yet. He's meditating on the word probably that his dad told him. Son, the reason why I'm not going to let you date some of these women around here. I'm not going to let you marry one of these women around here. We have to, we have to protect the seed. Hello? There's a Barak blessing on his way. There's a Rabbah blessing on his way. There's a Rabbah blessing that the Lord is going to release. Oh, my seeds are going to be multiplied like the stars in heaven. Ah, like the sea, like the sand on the seashore, and they shall possess the gates of the their enemy. We got a word, son. We got to believe the Lord for that word to come to pass. And so he's in the field meditating. It's one thing to get a word, but you got to start to meditate on that. Come on. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. This book of the Lord shall not depart from your mouth. Come on. You shall meditate upon it day and night that you might be able to do according to all that is written so you may have good success. So he is meditating on the field. He is meditating on the field. He is meditating on the field. And the Bible says, behold, he lifted his eyes. And what did he see? He saw the camels coming. The camels were coming. And who was riding on the back of the camels? Rebecca. And who is Rebecca? Rebecca is the manifestation of the Barak, Rabib, and Rebaba blessing. Come on. Oh, the camel were transporting the fulfillment of the blessing. That camel were transporting, come on, the power of God. Hey, the camel were transporting, glory be to God, what God promised to his dad and what God promised to him. How many of you are believing God for a breakthrough? How many of you receive a word and you're standing on that word? It might have not been 140 years. Some of you, it might be six months. It might be one year. It might be three years. But the Lord sent me here today to tell somebody that the camels are coming. Listen, some people come to church to pontificate. Hello? 
It was Charles Finney that said that there will be no revival if Mr. Amen, if Mr. Wet Eye are not present in the meeting. But I changed it and said there will be no revival if Mr. Amen, Mr. Hallelujah, or Mrs. Glory are not present in the meeting. I wonder if Mr. Amen is here this morning. I wonder if Mr. Hallelujah is here this morning. I wonder if Mrs. Glory is here this morning. Some people come to church to pontificate. Some people come to church to speculate. Some people come to church to spectate. But God is looking for someone that will participate. Can you say amen with fire? Can you say hallelujah with fire? Can you say glory three times? I came with the word of the Lord for you and for this church. I'm here to tell you that the camels are coming. When I was praying for the beginning of the year in October, I heard this in my spirit. The Lord said, tell my people the camels are coming. You can believe in the word of the Lord and don't believe. But I, I'm going to take it myself. Listen, the camels are coming. I was preaching about this in Italy and my little daughter, she was sitting there. They always give her presents everywhere we go and they gave her this little surprise gift with chocolates and an egg and as she opened it, inside of it was a camel and she pulled it out and she yelled while I was preaching, Daddy, the camels are not coming. The camels are here. Come on, somebody. And I'm here to tell somebody the camels are coming. Oh, but not the camels are not coming. The camels are here. Hello? What is a camel? It's a transporter of God's blessing. It's a mechanism of delivery, come on, of God's promises in your life. Hey, back in the days, they used camel before the age of trains, cars, airplanes, and ship. They called the camels the ship of the desert. Hello? Because they are very resilient animals. They can go, come on, two weeks, three weeks without drinking, uh, without eating, two weeks without drinking. And they travel in the desert most of the time because of their tenacity. And they have these uh, humps on their back that could have more than 80 pounds of fat stored in it. So they're powerful animals. And so Isaiah, even Isaiah 61, 60 verse 6 is prophesying. This is now Isaiah prophesying. He's saying in the last days, not just one camel, but multitude. Someone say multitude multitudes of camels shall cover your land multiple come on transporters of blessings will cover your land glory be to God and he says Sheba is coming those of Sheba it was Sheba come on that made a 15 1400 miles journey to the desert to come and visit King Solomon and Solomon did not even know that she was coming he was serving God come on you don't even have to keep away from your vision keep serving God keep doing what you're doing he was serving God he didn't ask for it. He didn't, he, didn't, he didn't know that she was coming. But guess what? She came and some commentary shows that she came riding with a caravan of 800 camels. And they were carrying gold, 
spices, incense, worth over $500 million. Hello? Glory be to God. And when she showed up at Solomon's place, she said, the half has not, was not told to me. I heard about your fame. I heard about your wealth. I heard about your wisdom, wisdom, but half of what I heard, I didn't even believe it, but the half of what I heard was not even told. Hello? I don't know who I'm preaching to. The half of what God has done in your life has not even been told yet. What God is going to do in your life has not even been told yet. The half of what God is going to do in this church has not even been told yet. Come on. Your best days are not behind you. Your best days are ahead of you. The camels, come on, of Sheba are coming. Come on. They're carrying the gold. That is wealth. They're carrying the incense. That's the anointing. And when the Magi came in the scripture, it doesn't say that they were carried, they were they came on the back of camels, but historians believe they were they were came on the back of camels. They had frankincense, they had mirror. That is used, that's a tap and shadow of healing. Hello? So you have several things that camels carry. They carry the gold, that's wealth. They carry the incense, that's the anointing. They carry the myrrh, that is healing. Come on, somebody. I'm here to tell you the camels are coming. I can say your financial breakthrough is coming. Your healing is coming. Your breakthrough is coming. It's not going to come from one way. It's going to come from many ways because there will be multitudes of camels, multitudes of transporters of the blessing. Come on, shall cover your land. Shall glory three times. Shall glory three times. Have you ever ordered something on Amazon or somewhere and they gave you something called a tracking number? Before, you know, some time ago, not too long ago, I, uh, I was going to go to Europe just before the lockdown and I, 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 my, my passport was at, at the Belgium embassy in New York. Hello? And, and, and I was getting nervous because we had to move our trip a couple of days earlier because they were going to close the country and the borders. So I kept calling. I said, I'm leaving on Tuesday. You know, I need my passport. They said, well, we shipped out your passport. Here's a tracking number. You can follow it. You will get it. Don't worry before you leave. So I got this tracking number and I signed up for the notification. I got a notification. Your passport has left New York. Your passport is in Phoenix, Arizona. I got another notification. Your passport is in Nashville, Tennessee. I got another notification. Your passport has arrived in Dallas, Fort Worth. And that's where, I, you know, that's where I'm from, right? So I started to get excited. And then your passport has shipped, is in route for delivery. Thank you for your support. Your passport is in the mailbox. Come on, somebody. And when the camel traveled, they traveled in these caravans of camels. When they got closer, you could hear the pounding of the sand. Come on. And that was your notification. I don't know who I'm preaching to, but this message is a prophetic notification. If you hear it in the spirit, if you lift up your eyes like Isaac, come on. There's a pounding of the sand. 
the camels are coming your blessing has left the heavenly warehouse your miracle has left the heavenly warehouse hey it is on its way they are coming and they are here so the last three years we've been going through problems first we had you know we had racial riots then we have you know COVID now they're talking about inflation hello prices are rising the money is shrinking the jobs are ending don't raise your hand this is not an article (laughs) but we don't participate in all of that it's interesting that I came to California and my wife sent me to get a shampoo for her. She has a special shampoo that she likes. I drove to Walmart. They said, sir, it's supposed to be here. We don't have it. I said, what's the problem? They said, well, we have a supply chain problem. I said, I, did. I drove to Target. They told me Target will have it for sure. I went to Target. It was, they helped me. Said, if it was here, it was going to be in this area. But I'm sorry it's not here. We have a supply chain problem. They said, maybe if you try Walgreen. I said, sure. <laughs> I went to Walgreen. You have it? I, because, you know, every time my wife sends me to the shop, I said, can you please put the picture? You know, very simple man. So I don't, you know. A basic shampoo. It was a basic shampoo. Every shop was supposed to have it, you know. So I showed that to the lady at Walgreen. Do you all have this? Oh, yeah, sure we do. Come over here. And I got there. Hmm, supposed to be here. Well, we have a supply chain problem. (laughs) Hello? But I'm here to tell you today. It doesn't matter what is the economic status of America. Whether we go in recession or no recession. Come on. Whether there are inflation or no inflation, whoever is in the White House, we are not participating with what is going on if there's a recession. Guess what? The camels are coming. Heaven does not have a supply chain problem. Come on. There's healing available, breakthrough available, revival available, signs and wonders available. Every Tuesday, every Saturday, I come on Facebook on my program and I declare it is miracle time. It is breakthrough time. It is signs and wonders time. It is favor time. Shout glory three times. The camels are coming. So what the Lord is saying to you in this season, it's time to restart. Somebody say restart. It means to start again. Hello? Not only we need to restart because you see through this pandemic, One third of people have stopped going to church across the nomination based on statistics. Hello? But it's time to restart. Hello? It's time to restart. Not only restart, it's time for a reset. Somebody say reset. When you reset, 
a system. A reset clears any pending errors or event and brings a system to normal condition or an initial state, usually in a controlled manner. How do you reset your computer? You push those three keys, control, alt, and delete. Glory be to God. How do you reset your faith? How do you reset your expectations? How do you, res- how do you reset your vision? Come on. You give God control. Hello? And let him delete your negative past experiences that you went through COVID. Come on. You went through lockdown. Let him delete your negative experiences and let him create a brand new alternative for your future. You might have gone through struggle, but it's time for a reset. You may have gone through disappointment, but it's time for a reset. Oh, reset your faith. Come on. Reset your expectation. Reset your praise. Come on. I'm getting some new praise, some new vision, some new expectations. My camels are coming. My camels are here. I'm going to reset my faith and believe God for the impossible. Somebody shall reclaim. Oh yes, not only we have to restart, we have to reset, but we have to reclaim. It means to retrieve, to recover something previously lost, come on somebody, given or paid to obtain the return of. Come on, Caleb lost some years. Not because he didn't believe, people around him didn't believe. Hello? But finally he got to the promised land and he was 80 years old. And here's what he said. My strength is still the same now as it was back then. He says, give me this mountain. Give me my mountain. How many of you know that's a reset? Come on. I know I lost a few years. Come on. I know I had some little detour. It was not in my own doing. And I'm supposed to be 80 years old. But God is a God of restoration. Hello. What does that mean that my strength is still the same now as I'm 80 years old as it was back then when I was 40 years old? It simply means that God took the 40 years I lost. And put them back into my next 40 years. So that I can live the next 40 years. As if I never missed the last 40 years. I don't know who I'm preaching to. Come on. Oh a reset means that God is going to take the time you've lost. The money you lost. The relationship you lost. The job you lost. Come on. He's got, oh, what you lost in 2020. What you lost in 2021. What you lost in 2022. He's going to put it back here. In front here in 2023. Come on. Your money will be just as good now. Or better now than it was five years ago. When you lost everything. Come on. God is bringing in new relationships. Come on. God is opening opening new doors. God is bringing new platform, new money, new connection. Come on, somebody. Hey, I reset my expectation. I reset my vision. Barak, Rabah, Rababa, in bless 
blessing I will bless you in multiplying I will multiply you by 10,000 million because you put me first I am going to put you first somebody say reset reclaim realign it's time for realignment Realign yourself. Realign your priorities. Come on. Forget the past. Realign. Refocus. Come on. Realign means to change, to restore to a different form of position or state or arrangement in a straight line. Collect, uh, correct relative position. Come on. Change your attitude. Change your expectation. Change your perspective. Align yourself. Come on. And the next one is this. Reignite. Reignite means to begin to burn again. Come on, they asked the question to John Wesley. What is the secret of your ministry? He said, I set myself on fire and people come to watch me burn. Come on, set yourself on fire. Come on, this year, I'm going to be committed to my church. This year, come on, I am going to witness more. This year, I'm going to pray more. This year, I'm going to give more. Come on. This year, I'm going to do a better job loving my wife. This year, I want to be a better father. Come on. This year, I want to be a better wife. Come on. Hey, I'm going to reignite. Come on. I'm going to reset my vision. Reset my faith. I am believing God for signs, wonders, and miracles. I am believing God. Revival is coming to California. Come on. I see breaking news in Stockton. Come on. Come on. This is the news. CNN breaking news. What's happening? Well, Stockton used to be known as a place where they had many criminals and they had violence and they had the gang's activity in this area. But something has happened. Oh, they have to almost close the police department. Why? Oh, because everybody has started to go to this crazy church over here in the corner. Everybody is getting saved. Everybody is getting healed. Everybody is getting delivered. Come on. The, the prostitutes are coming home. The gangsters are coming coming home. Come on. Hey, he said, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Come on. Your old man shall see dreams. Your young man shall see visions. Your sons and daughter will prophesy. Come on. The camels are coming. They're carrying the gold. That's wealth. They're carrying the incense. That's the anointing. They're carrying the mirror. That is the healing. Come on. That's the miracle. That's the power. Some of you are waiting for your camels. Some of you need to unpack your camels. But some of you, God has called you to become camels. Hello? Come on. John the Baptist went out preaching on the backside of the wilderness. What was he wearing? Camel asking coat. Thank you for your support. He was a camel. <laughs> Hello? He had a, letter, a belt made out of leather. Hello? And he preached the word. And he was not politically correct. Now you know you're anointed. When you're wearing a camel hair skin coat, you're eating locusts and drinking honey. 
man preaching on the backside of the wilderness with heat and no air condition. And you're not a politically correct preacher. You're telling people stuff like, yo, daddy was a snake, your granddaddy was a snake, and you are a snake. <laughs> he didn't read that book, How to Win Friends and... <laughs> Hello? Come on. And yet, thousands, I'm not saying you should be mean, but the point is, thousands of people after thousands of people came to hear him, and he's preaching the same sermon. Didn't have any smoke machines. <laughs> Didn't pass out Starbucks coffee. Cards. Come on. No pun intended. He was not a secret sensitive. Being afraid to offend people. Preaching sermonette for Christianette. They'll go home and smoke cigarette. While they're surfing the net. And drinking a Diet Coke. Hello. What has happened to the church in America? Statistics are coming out. So many people stay away from the church and struggle during the pandemic. Wow, they heard these watered down messages. And many people are running away. And when the crisis came, they didn't have the faith and the word to stand. Hello? And I think that that political correctness is not going to work. We need to give people the meat of the word. Not being mean, but teach the word without compromise. We don't need to have drive-through services. Where we don't hardly have the time to worship God or hear the word or pray for people. Come on, somebody. Because when real revival break out. Come on, you don't have to manipulate or do anything. Hello? When real revival break out, come on, God is going to draw people. He said, if you lift it, if you lift me up, I will draw. Come on. I will. There's a drawing magnetic force coming from the Holy Ghost that is going to draw people to the house of God. And I'm here to tell you that you are a camel and you're supposed to carry the word. You're supposed to be a power shifter and revival is coming. The camels are coming and the camels are here. Somebody say, I am a camel. Look at your neighbor and say, Barak. Rabah. Rababa. That's camel talk. Come on, somebody. <laughs> hey, I'm a camel. I'm a camel. Shout, I am a power shifter. I am. A glory carrier. I am a revival influencer. I am a breakthrough person. Come on, a camel is a breakthrough person. Come on, God blesses you so you can be a blessing to somebody else. You break through in one area so you can help somebody else break in that, in that area. You break through in finances so you can be a blessing to someone else financially. You break through, come on, in healing so you can help somebody else break through in healing. Come on, you break through so you can help somebody else break through. Come on, God is raising up a church full of breakthrough people come on 
a church full of breakthrough people is a breakthrough church. And a breakthrough church will create a breakthrough territories. Come on, he said, not one camel is coming, but multitudes of camels are coming. Come on, I'm here to prophesy. There's an army of camels coming. Come on, you are a camel. Hey, you are a power shifter. I only introduced this message and uh, my time is almost gone. Hello? So, one point I'm going to make this, I'm going to make here and then we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna, we're gonna close it and we're going to go deeper this evening. Is that, so, what I'm giving you, what I've given you is what I call the top line blessing. Somebody say the top line. What does that mean? This is what God is saying. Hello? This is what God is saying to you, to your future, to your family. But somebody said the bottom line. There is a bottom line responsibility. Which is what? What you need to do to experience what God needs to do. When the camel arrives, they unpack the camels. Somebody said, that's my responsibility. When Isaac saw the camel coming, he saw the camels coming, but it says, Rebecca unmounted the camel. So the camel was unpacked. Hello? It's your responsibility. Yes, the camels are coming. My camels are here. But I have to unpack the camels. Hello? There's going to have 40 points on how to do this, but let me just give you one. Hello? Position yourself. So I say position yourself. You got to position yourself by yielding to the Holy Spirit. Hello? In the whole story, you see the same theme. Abraham positioned himself by sending Eliezer. Hello? Isaac positioned himself. He didn't compromise, but he's here in the field meditating. The servant who went out to get Rebecca, he positioned himself by the well and he prays. Rebecca, who came on the back of the camel, positioned herself by showing up at the well. Tell somebody, position yourself. Oh, yes. For some of you, you have to reposition. Hello? Come on. The position you had in the last season didn't work. Hello? Come on. They, they, they were fishing on one side of the boat. What did Jesus said? Throw your nets on the... Somebody say repositioning. Some of you, you have to reposition yourself. Hello? It means different things to different people. You fill the blank. But Abraham is 140 years old. He's too old to travel 500 miles away. But Eliezer, somebody said, Holy Spirit. Eliezer means God has helped. He is a type and shadow of the Holy Spirit. Hello? And he is going, glory be to God, out there on a mission to help Abraham. Shout the Holy Spirit is my helper. 
Romans chapter 8 verse 26 when we do not know how to pray because of our weaknesses our weaknesses in the Greek asthenia means infirmity or weakness also means the inability to produce result the spirit Holy Spirit will help us that will help word help is sonantelabanai pronounced sonantelabano which means to come together against have you ever played a game called the tug of war where you're trying to pull on one side and the other side is trying to pull now if you're struggling and the other side is pulling you the enemy is pulling you then maybe god will send a six foot seven big black man to come on your side and help you pull come on somebody Hello, that's literally the idea there. Sonantelabano, which means to come together against. Come on, to come together against. Come on, to come together against. And I'm here to tell you that in this season, glory be to God, the Holy Spirit is coming together with you against your inability to produce results. Abraham is too old to travel, but Eliezer has the strength, he has the power. To go and do what Abraham could not do. To help Abraham. Oh, the Holy Spirit is going to help you. Come on. He's going to give you the wisdom you need. Come on. He's going to give you the light you need. He's going to give you the strength you need. He's going to give you the power. You shall receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You'll be my witness in Jerusalem, in Judea, and Samaria. Come on. Power comes before places. And this year, the power of God is coming over you before you go into February, before you go into March, before you go into April, before you go into May, before you go into June, before you go into July, before you go into August, before you go into September, before you go into October, November, December, power comes before places. Before they went to Jerusalem, before they went to Judea, they received power in Jerusalem. Before they went to the ends of the earth, they received power and the Holy Ghost power is coming over you to help you go forward. Statistically, it was impossible for Isaac to find a bride where he was, but Eliezer, God has helped, went out and got it for him. They might say in California, this cannot happen and that cannot happen. You may have gotten a diagnosis and said, you're going to have to live with this disease for the rest of your life. You're going to have to be medicated, but I'm here to tell you, it is not by might, it is not by power, but it is by my spirit. Come on, the spirit of God is stirring the atmosphere with great force to release healing, to release power, to release miracles, to release signs and wonders. I'm here to prophesy breakthrough. Your camels are coming and your camels are here. But how is the Holy Spirit going to help you if you fight him? If you grieve him? Hello? Somebody say yield. Stand up. We'll continue to talk about this tonight. Yield. Somebody say yield. She got to yield. She got to learn how to yield. Yield to the Holy Spirit. Abraham yielded. Eliezer yielded. Rebecca 
healed it. Hello? And the Barak Rabba blessing was manifested. The promise was fulfilled. Before we go any further today, I want to give you an opportunity to get your life right with God. Yield. This morning, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, ask your personal Lord and Savior. I want to give you an opportunity to yield. This morning, maybe you're here, you know the Lord Jesus, but you're not living the way you're supposed to. I want to give you an opportunity to yield to him. This morning, maybe you are here and you're not sure that if you die today, you'll go to heaven. I want to give you an opportunity to yield to him. Or maybe you're here today and you have a bad habit that you know is hindering the flow of God's life, God's anointing in your life is hindering your relationship with God. Hello? I want to encourage you to yield. John Wesley had a dream. In his dream, he dies. Not that he dies, but in his, in his dream, he goes to the gates of hell. And while he gets there at the gates of hell, he asks the question, are there any Presbyterians here? They said yes. Are there any Methodists here? They said yes. Are there any pres- He asked many, many denominations that said yes. Then this dream is taken back to the gates of heaven. And he asked, are there any Methodists here? They said no. Any Presbyterian? They said no. Any Catholic? They said no. Then he got angry almost. He said, then who then is on the inside? They said, only those who accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. Hello? Going to church, knowing how to swim does not make you a fish. And going to church does not make you a child of God. Being part of a denomination does not make you a child of God. To be a fish, you must be created by God as a fish. And to be a child of God, you must be born again. Hello? 2 Corinthians 5, 17 said, If anyone be in Christ, he's a new creation. All things are passed away and behold, all things are new. I want every eye closed and every hair bowed. If you're here today and you say, I want to yield. Uh, you're in one of those three conditions. And you say, I want to get right with God. Pray for me. Nobody's looking. It's between you and God. I just want you to raise your hands where you are. Thank you. 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 Put your hands down. Everybody open your eyes. Let's pray together with all the people who raised their hands. Say this with me. Say, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I repent from all my sins. And I declare that Jesus Christ is my Lord and my Savior. 
I receive the miracle of transformation. Transformation in my mind, in my spirit, in my body. I will never be the same. Never, never again. In Jesus' name, amen. Now in the evening, I'm going to lay hands on people. But right now, if you need healing, I just want you to raise your hand where you are. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. If you need healing. If you need healing or a miracle, raise your hand. Raise your hand. Just take a deep breath. Breathe in and breathe out. Job 33 verse 4 says, The Spirit of God has made me and the breath of the Almighty gives me life. Breathe in and breathe out. John 20 verse 20, He breathed upon His disciples and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. Take a deep breath. Breathe in and breathe out. God took the prophet Ezekiel in the valley of dry bones and there the bones were very dry hopelessness and God asked the question can these bones live the prophet said only you know some of you right now you have diagnosis it looks like it cannot turn but then God said to the prophet prophesy command my breath to come into these bones come on breathe 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 Oh, we're asking God to use your breath as a point of contact to receive the breath of God. So breathe in. Holy Spirit, use the breath as a point of contact to go in. And as the breath of God, tap and shadow, the Holy Spirit starts to move. The Bible says the bones came together. I speak to every joint. Come on. Every problems in your bones. I command them to be healed right now. Take a deep breath. In the name of Jesus, the tissue started to form on the bones. Come on. Any problems in the, every tissue, every fiber, every muscle. I speak healing, creative miracles in the name of Jesus. Take a deep breath. Breathe in. In the name of Jesus, the blood vessel started to form. I speak to your blood in the name of Jesus. I rebuke diabetes. I rebuke blood disease. I rebuke nerve disease. I rebuke bone disease. I command blind eyes to be open. Deaf ears to be open. I command the ringing in the ear to stop. Cover your ears if you have a problem with your ears. Command the ringing in your ears to stop. I command the deafness to go. Cover your eyes if you have a problem with your eyes. I command the floaters to go. In the name of Jesus. Astigmatism, go. In the name of Jesus. Blindness, go. Nearsightedness, go. I speak to the optical nerves. I say, go. In the name of Jesus. I speak miracles, signs, and wonders. We unpack the healing today. We unpack, oh God, the incense, the anointing. It's the anointing that breaks every yoke. I rebuke arthritis. I break curses. Come on. Take a deep breath. Take your hand now and put it in the area where you need healing. Everybody. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke the pain. I rebuke the sickness. I rebuke the illness. I command it to go. Come on, breathe. Breathe in. Breathe, I command your eyes to be healed, your ears to be healed, your head to be healed, your back to be healed, your joints to be healed, your ankles to be healed, your wrists to be healed, your hands to be healed. I curse those tumors as Jesus spoke to the fig tree and it withered to the roots. I curse those cysts in your womb and command them to dry out. I speak healing. I speak miracles. I speak signs and wonders. Come on, take a deep breath. 
breakthrough, miracles. We unpack the camels this morning. We declare breakthrough, miracles, signs and wonders in the name of Jesus. Oh, we release the healing virtue of God over you from the top of your head to the soles of your feet right now. Say, I'm not a feeler. I'm a believer. I don't go by what I feel, but I go by what I believe. I believe, therefore I receive. I receive, therefore I believe. I speak, therefore I believe. I believe, therefore I speak. I have the spirit of faith. I receive by faith my healing. I receive it now. It is mine now. My breakthrough is now. Oh, I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. Come on, somebody. Now listen to me, everybody under the sound of my voice. Jesus found a man who had a wither hand. And what did he say to him? He said, stretch forth your hand. And this is where the critics will say, Jesus, don't you see that his hand is withered? Why don't you lay hands on him? Now let me just give you a little inside information here. According to the Gipe translation. What Jesus was saying, I am the power. I'm the resurrection. I'm the life. I'm standing right here. And the power is here to change your condition. But what you have to do is receive that power. How do you receive it? It's by releasing your faith. How do you release your faith? Start to do something you couldn't do before. Stretch forth your hand. Hello? And guess what? As the man stretched forth his hand, he was healed. Some of you right now, the prayer of faith has been prayed. The healing is working on your body right now. Now you got to release your faith and take it. How do you do it? Begin to do something you could not do before, physically speaking. I'm not asking you to stop taking your medication. If you have a bad ear and a good one, close the good one and test yourself on the bad one. If you're wearing hearing aids, remove them and begin to test yourself. If you have a bad eye and a good eye, close the good eye. Try to see through the bad eye. Or take your Bible, start to read something. If you have problems with your knees, come on, move your knees. Start to slow down, do something. Everybody in this building is supposed to move and do. Faith without action is what? Dead. So right now the ball is in your court. Everybody, stretch forth your hand. What does that mean? Do something you couldn't do. Come on, move your neck. Move your back, move your shoulders, move your knees, move your ankles, move your wrists. Come on, everybody, do it. And we decree and declare that right now, miracles are breaking out in this building from the front to the back, from the left to the right, from the right to the left. Come on, breakthrough miracles. Come on, do it. Move, move, move. Healing. Shot healing is mine. I unpack my healing. My camels are here. I unpack my breakthrough. I unpack my healing. Oh my gosh. I receive it. I believe it. I receive it. I believe it. I receive it. I believe. Come on, move, move, move. I receive it. Move your back. Move your knees. Come on, move your shoulders. Move your hips. Come on, move your wrist. Move, move your neck. Hallelujah. 
How many of you are glad you came this morning? How many of you felt the power of God already? Raise your hand. Now, how many of you came here this morning with a discomfort or pain after prayer and after you stretching your your arm, stretching, stretching your hands and moving? You feel better already. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Right. Now, how many of you would say that the Lord has healed you of something? You had a pain or a discomfort and the pain is gone. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. You're, you're healed. You're healed. Raise your hand. You're healed. Wave at me. Wave at me. Wave at me. You're healed over here. Okay. On this side. Yes. Wave at me. Wave, wave, wave like this. Yes. Thank you. You're healed there. Wave at me. Anybody else here healed? There. Thank you. Anybody in this area? There. Thank you. You're healed. You're healed. You receive a healing. Okay, anybody else? Anybody else? Oh, there we have a healing in the back. Thank you. How about here? You heal over here? There? There you receive your healing? What about? Yeah, you receive. Oh, my gosh. Awesome. Come on, raise your hand again if you receive your healing. Raise your hand. Now, I want to keep your hands up. Keep your hands up, okay? I want everybody else to turn around. Keep your hands up and keep waving. I want everybody to turn around. Turn around, look at the hands that are up. And let's give God the glory for all those hands. Now, keep your hands up. Keep your hands up. Now, about all those of you that are raising your hand, I want you to get out of your seat. There, there. Get out of your seat and come down here. Get out of your seat. Get out of your seat. Come, come, come. Come to the front. Come to the front. Come to the front. You heal. The pain is gone. Come. 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 And I want you to face the congregation, not me. Because they have to see. They have to see. Stand shoulder to shoulder. You are healed. The pain is gone. All right? So what's going to happen? I'm going to take a testimony. Why am I taking... Te- why, why do I love to take testimonies? When we take testimonies, you're going to begin to realize even your faith is going to go to another level. Number one. Number two, the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus. Testimony means manifestations. And when we take testimonies, I'm going to tell you this was the first wave. Some of you may not, I want you to sit down. Some of you, you may not have received your healing yet. But as they testify, we've seen this happen before. People start, other people start to get healed. To the extent that some people even jump, get off their seats and come forward. Amen. I'm not going to lay hands on people this morning, but you come back in the evening for sure. We're going to be laying hands on people. All right. But I only introduced this message. I'm going to come here to the front. We are going to take some testimonies. Glory be to God. And I, and I have a special camel prayer. You know, I, want to do a, I, want, I want to do a prayer in the evening to release the camels. I want to do a prayer to unpack the camels. But we're going to do it in the evening. So I almost got two minutes, Pastor Mark. I'm doing good on time. I'm half hour over. Oh my gosh. I thought I was 12.30. Okay. I thought I was doing good. Okay. We're going to start here in the middle because my wife is standing here. Just tell us your name, what was wrong, and what the Lord did today. My name is Yolanda, and um, I've been here for many years. But I couldn't bend this hand to touch this, and now I could. Because I had so much pain, and it was so stiff and so numb. But now I have feeling on my fingers. Wow. Yeah. Amen. Come on, somebody. Give to the Lord a shout of praise. Thank you. You can go back to your seat. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Um, 
today I, uh, well, recently uh, they had told me I might have a cervical cancer, and I had the ladies pray for me this morning, and after they got done praying for me, I went in the bathroom and I threw up these big black chunks, and I believe I'm healed. Amen. Amen. Praise God. You can go back to your seat. Well, I've had, from work, I've had shoulder pain for years, and I just was able to move them freely today. Amen. Praise the Lord. You go back to your seat. Yes. Hi. My name is Andrea, and um, I was feeling uh, pain in my neck for months and over a year, and uh, I'm healed. (laughs) Amen. Thank you. Yes. Come over here. You can go back to your seat, yeah. Yes. I have irregular heartbeat and degenerative disc disease and in constant pain, and I feel better. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yes. My name is Rita. I had constant pain in my thumb. I couldn't hardly move my thumb and this index finger. And I was even going to take ibuprofen before I came, but I forgot. And I don't have any pain. Any pain. Praise the Lord. Yes. I've been struggling with pain, and I'm healed in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Yeah, I've had severe neck pain. I can't move left and right. Just just debilitating pain. So right now I can look left, right, up, down. No, no pain. Amen. Amen. Ain't no pain. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Come close. My name's Gabriella. Um, I've had heart palpitations, and so now I, I believe I don't have them anymore. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yes. I got healed from depression. Amen. It's gone. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. This yesterday, I um, fell, and now. My ankle is healed. And yesterday I fell because of it onto the concrete. And I couldn't get up. And now I'm healed from it. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Uh, I'm Silvana. Um, Just a few things. Uh, Some minor aches and pains. Wrist, shoulder, back, knee. But more importantly, uh, what you can't see is a uh, gallbladder and digestive issues. I'm believing I will get a good report. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> My name is James. Mine was more of a spiritual healing. Yes. Thanks to you and course pastor mark i've just learned in my life that uh, jesus has to come first because as you said hey if you put him first he puts you first and i feel that i'm released and no weapon formed against me shall prosper praise the lord amen let's give to the lord a shout of praise come on jesus is the healer let's give to the lord a shout of praise come on somebody god bless you Come tonight. Tonight we're gonna we're gonna lay hands on people. We're gonna pray for the release of the camels. We're gonna pray to unpack the camels. Amen. So I'm gonna be at the back. If you want me to sign your book or something like that, I'll be there. Pastor Mark, come. Amen, my friend. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, we always give Gee free reign. He always does things that's good. You know, we always want to honor the gift, and we thank God for His grace and His mercy. Amen. And so we are going to receive and love you. You know, the Bible says when you've been sown unto spiritual things, you're just so back natural things. And so that's what we do. 
you know, Paul told the Philippian church, he said, because you've, uh, you know, ministered unto me and giving and receiving, my God's going to meet and supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory. So I believe that when we, when we do that, these guys are awesome. And we thank God for what they're doing. You know, it's amazing. You, know, you saw all those people in, in fatigues in the Ukraine uh, that they were talking about. All of those people were just church members that wouldn't leave and said, listen, we're not going to leave. We're going to enlist in the army as chaplains. And they all enlisted in there. They all became chaplains so they could go and do the things they needed to do because they weren't going to go and they were going to have church services. Amen? So it's amazing. So if you're making out a check, make it out to Harvest Bible Church. If you need an envelope, they're right there in the seat pockets in front of you. Praise God. Amen? Hallelujah. Just to let you know, tonight's service starts at 6.30, okay? So let's pray over this offering. Father, in the name of Jesus, we're bringing good seed and we're planting it into good ground. Thank you, Father, for what you've done this morning, for the word, the encouragement, the strength. But thank you for touching lives. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all those that made decisions for you that they're going to serve you and put you first. Lord, we thank you that as we place this seed into good ground, you do meet and supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So we honor you for it and we thank you for it now. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen and amen. Go ahead and wait on the people. Go ahead and sing. stand up. Get ready to be dismissed. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen, if you made a decision for Christ, we have our prayer team that's going to be up here. And if you need to come talk to them more and more, there's people that will talk to you and share with you and give you some books. Praise God. We love you. And God loves you. You are dismissed. Be blessed.